Okay, recording. Um, okay. Oh shit, I gotta stop. Damn it. What? No. <laughs> I forget that it... Ah, shit. It starts recording right away, so I don't, I don't want to have to edit. Visceralist Podcast, episode 80. <laughs> uh, check us out at Visceralist <laughs> on Instagram. Um, just had a great, great post. Uh, went went semi-viral uh it's about miami vice i don't know if you saw the reaction we got got to that look up the reaction to to the go fast go fast boats the go fast boats (laughs) um (laughs) goes very fast loving these sound effects here (laughs) all right uh, let's get right into it i've already just like blanked on a minute here okay um trifling in nyc um also i don't have my ac running so that's that the lack of that it's good it's not even hot well (laughs) yeah (laughs) well why would you ever need an ac um (laughs) don't get me (laughs) um but i'm not used to that not having that white noise so it's it threw me off a little bit but i'm back back in it um uh (laughs) right right into trifling in nyc (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got a couple uh, that I was reminded of uh, last episode. I was reminded of the uh, apartment uh, that I live. My first apartment in New York uh, was up in Harlem, um, West Harlem, near uh, right near Morningside Park, and it was it was it was it was an experience. It was wild. I was new to New York. I was living with a college buddy. Um. The thing, the the building, the unit we were in had just recently been renovated, so it looked pretty nice. But the rest of the units, like, I think they were just waiting for people to move out, and then they'd renovate them. Like, um, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, one, one of those, of those one, of, one of those deals. Uh, but the unit directly above us, and I think the one below us, were, like, totally dilapidated, and... At one, yeah, it was so that led to a lot of problems. Like we had roaches that started in pretty pretty shortly after we we moved in. Um, we eventually had mice, as, as I mentioned. That was towards the end of our lease, uh, luckily. Um, but the roaches, yeah, like I got familiar with like every roach killing product on the market, <laughs> um, which was the most effective. Uh, the most effective was borax, uh, boric acid. It's like a powder you spray or you just kind of shake around the, uh, Harlem shake, uh, around the, in the corners, uh, in near water supplies. And I guess the deal with that is, is it's really fine. It's fine powder and it, it attaches to their legs and gets in their body. Once it gets in their body, it dehydrates them and it sort of makes it so that they can no longer take on any water. And so they die of of um dehydration basically huh um i realize that yeah and you know that was the one i tried last too of course um but yeah as soon as like using that within a day or two they were all i didn't see anymore um saw some corpses which that wasn't great anyway that's that's not the the crazy story i have two two different stories one pretty one pretty nice and upbeat one pretty scary uh which one do you want first um let's go scary first 
Okay. Scary one. So we were on the third floor. And this was actually happened to my roommate. He was telling me about it. And he's walking up the stairs. He hears like some weird banging, like really loud banging on a door. On like so as he's going up the, up to the second floor. So the so sorry. So the street level had apartments, right? So we were on okay. the third floor. So if street level is floor one, walk up past go to the end of the hall. So you walk in, you go all the way to the end of the hall, the staircase is at the end, walk up, uh two flights. Our apartment was right there. So we, as he's going in, he hears this banging uh, on the second so second floor, like really loud and some yelling too, but indistinct. And he until he got to the second floor, and there was a there was a guy who was at one of the units, like in the middle of the hallway, banging on the door with a baseball bat and yelling for someone. I believe I mean this is a really long time ago, so I believe mm-hmm. I remember him saying come out like come out you know you want some of this come get some of this like stuff like that yeah it's pretty scary uh and the guy sees my my roommate sees him (laughs) and he's like first thing he says he like makes eye contact (laughs) and the the guy (laughs) and the guy (laughs) says to him do you live here like meaning in the in the department in the apartment he's banging on, and a roommate's of course like no no no, and then he like runs up to our our unit, <laughs> and I think I mean that that's pretty much it. There's this, but there's not much, <laughs> not much to it. But I mean that's that's pretty scary. Like bang, can you imagine banging on a door with a baseball bat? Like I think he was trying to knock the door down too. Yeah, that is pretty scary. I mean. I don't even know what I would do if I did live there, and that was me coming up the stairs. Pull one You still say no, no, and then just hang out on the third floor for like an hour, <laughs> just like <laughs> hang around. Um, I yeah, I think I'd be like, damn. Well, I'm wondering, would I just run back downstairs and just out, just run? Um, or you could be like, I don't know. No, You're my, dealing with my like buddy a- lives upstairs, and then you just like go upstairs and hang out for like 20 minutes then just walk back down like yeah (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah i don't know that's that's a tough one um yeah i would probably like i think i think and i don't know if i have this part i seem to remember like i was home already and so he came in he's like 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 shut like out of looked like he was about to faint um and uh yeah he was pretty shaken up understandably mhm mhm <laughs> yeah it was wild how long did the banging keep going um or maybe i w- wasn't there cuz i i didn't i didn't hear it or maybe i was listening to music or something i don't know i was oblivious i think it was over pretty quickly after that cuz i think i would have like wanted to like you know crack the door a little bit see if i could hear it yeah, especially if he came upstairs and told you what happened. You know, yeah. want some of this? <laughs> you must. Well, you must both want some of this. <laughs> Fucking looky lose. Um, so, so yeah. So that was that. I mean, I guess that's not too bad. We weren't really in danger. I wasn't in danger. More importantly. 
Um, so it would have been worse <laughs> if that was actually like your next door neighbor's door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. If he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't seem like the guys are. Let me let me crash at your place. Let me hang out. Wait for him. I'll be. I'll just look through the peephole. Yeah, yeah. I can set up on him. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah. I don't need that in that my life. Been truly uncomfortable. So the so that's the bad story. The good story, or, more, or sort of mildly upbeat story, uh, comparatively was. And I fuck. Oh shit! Now I'm wondering if I've told this story before. I don't know. Uh, basically, um, you remember that show, America's Next Top Model? I think you did. Have I told this one? I, I I know you've told me. I don't know if it was here or right in, in life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a. I mean, it's a decent. So I. So the winner of season two. Uh, I'm God. I'm almost certain I've told this. To, fuck it. <laughs> I'll just try to do it real quick this time. Then. Um, and then I'll do a little bonus. I'll do a little bonus story just just in case. Uh, just as a treat. <laughs> treat. Um. Uh. Yeah. So Joanna House uh, was the winner of season two. Great name. Uh. She she was moving in to that same building on the first floor on the same day that that my roommate and I moved in, and so we met her. She was there with her mom and her younger sister, and uh, we're chatting with her. She's very nice to us, and it was crazy. Like. I think I forget how I, cause I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. So I think, I think the girl I was dating at the time, actually, she recognized her uh. when she came to visit. And, and also there were some kids across the street as she was moving in and they recognized her. Mm. And so they were like, Hey, you want to saying like saying hi to her, which I didn't pick up on at first, but then I was like, Oh, okay. So they know her. like the kids, kids knew her. And she lived there, and I would bump into her every now and then. And I remember she was in a commercial for certs, and she gave me, she gave me a box of certs, or maybe a couple couple box, maybe a case of certs. I don't know. She had a bunch of certs that she didn't want, <laughs> which I don't know if that that speaks <laughs> too highly for her endorsing it. Um, I mean, you can't go through certs that fast, can you? That's true. Maybe she had a bunch of cases and she just gave me one. She's like, I got a one case is probably enough yeah. for a lifetime. Uh, enough. Otherwise, it's like, what's that mean? Giving you all these certs? Like you really need Yeah. It? Like, how damn, how bad is my right. breath smell? <laughs> it's like, no, you need, you need all of these. Use them all. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if I told that. Right. So what did you give her? It's a hard dick and bubble gum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was. I mean, you set that up kind of perfectly. Um, yeah, I guess ostensibly I should have, you know, also given her a gift. I don't know. I, I worked at a doctor's office, so I don't know. What am I going to give her? Like pens that I steal from the office. Um, no, some pens, free post it no copay on our physical or something. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, no, she was cool. She was super nice. Um, so yeah, so since I'm not sure, quick bonus one. Um, you know, we're f I'm super fan of the rapper Cameron. Um, actually, the same roommate and I were watching. Um, we were watching TV. Although I think this might have been when we were in college, and we were watching one of those judge shows, like on in the afternoon, and there was a woman who was like pleading her case or whatever, and she happened yeah. to mention that that her she had a child uh, named Namron. Namron. Yeah. So N A M uh, apostrophe R O N, and the judge is like, "What?" Why? Why do you have a child? Why did you name your child Namron? And she said, "She said it's because she likes the rapper Cameron." And so, um, and that's it. That's all. It. So, what? hello. <laughs> this thing on? I'm, I'm just confused. But he's yeah. Cameron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, okay. That's the key point. Yeah, it's the name's Cameron. She named it Namron. So, listeners, if you and so I, I don't know. Look, we found this pretty hilarious. We were both big Cameron fans, and so I now these nowadays when there's whenever I play a game, basically ever since then that was probably like I don't know, 15, 12, 15 years ago. If I'm playing a video game that asks you to enter, like to create an like a screen name or a username for yourself. I always do Namron. Um, so All right, that makes sense. Which now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, damn, I probably I took it. Like that kid, if he plays any of the big games, like he's not going to be able to use Namron as a screen <laughs> name because I've taken it basically like it's every not be able to use his own name. <laughs> yeah, in like every big game. <laughs> Look what you've done. <laughs> Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Look what you Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't nothing nice. Um, so I guess we can we can move into. You said you you didn't really have a, a trifling for the week. Um, no. So we can clean these days. Yeah. So we can move. We can move into succession re review. We have. We have three episodes to cover, episodes two, three, and four from season two. Um, yeah, shit, a lot of shit. I mean, overall, this is, I mean, this is definitely living up to expectations. This, this season's been great. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I have, I have a few notes. I know episode two was a while back. Um, but that was the one that started with, with Kendall. Basically, this was sort of setting up or like a day in the life of Kendall showing like how he's going to work for his father now. Like his father's let him like kind of back into the fold and he's working for him and he hates it. And he's clearly got some issues going on. Cause this is the one that starts at the theme park for his daughter's birthday. And he can't even hug her daughter. Yeah. Goes, or Yeah. Daughter goes up to hug him. He can't like reciprocate. Or he doesn't reciprocate it. <laughs> Stands there like a, statue yeah and um and actually like his brother uh roman notices it and calls him out for it of course um yeah yeah R roman i don't know do you want to 
Should we go through like actually that's actually most of what I I remember. Like I have a note that says Tom sucks. I'm, I'm not even sure why I wrote that down. <laughs> because he kind of does. That was when that was before because I think Shiv told him in episode three, right? Told him what? That she her dad offered her the CEO job or gave it to oh, her. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I think I think I wrote that because he was basically like, yeah, he's trying to turn everything into something for him. Yeah, everything was about him at that point. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's our plan, right? The plan's for me to me to be the big boss. She's sort of like, uh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So was that was that the storyline? Is that basically what he's been trying to do? Like, well, I, I I'm the head of Waystar. Rorschach? I think at you know by the end of things that was like his final goal, but he just wanted. At that point, it was like the next step was just getting out of parks and cruises. Right. And, so, and getting over to... Right. To so they the were trying network. to figure out... He was just like hyping himself up about where he could go and what was next for him. It was... Yeah, he was just... He was fairly annoying in that episode and like really more selfish than usual. Um, yeah. I, exactly. I think that's what I noticed. <laughs> That's like, that, I, yeah, that was the episode where I was like, "All right, I like Tom, but like, I'm kind of getting tired of Tom right now. He can just go away." Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, d- definitely, he was grating for me. Although in this most in episode four, he, he, I'm sort of back to kind, kind of begrudgingly liking him. But we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. I think this is the episode where Kendall gets that apartment, but he, he gives it to Greg, right? <laughs> I don't see we're getting all mixed up, but yeah, so he so Greg Greg's apartment search. Greg is just being hilarious Greg. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is big enough, sitting up in the loft. The dude the real estate guy is like, Man, it's just an apartment. <laughs> Greg is having yeah. some existential crisis searching for his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like he was sitting in that bed. Like I get the loft bed. Is going to be an issue for him because he's so tall and like, not that he's going to be standing up in the bed, but even just kind of sitting up, he looked like he was, his head was going to scrape the ceiling. I wouldn't have wanted to, I wouldn't have wanted my bed up there. I get it, but he was taking it to a whole nother Greg level of things, which was, (laughs) which was perfect. (laughs) Yeah, that man, I gotta, that actor is, is great. I gotta, I want to look him up. Maybe while we're while we're talking, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. But um, he's um, really good in this, and <clears throat> yeah. So then, like Kendall just gets him that loft. Kendall just goes, "Yeah, I bought it. You can live here." And then he just invites yeah. randoms over to have parties. <laughs> yeah, that was that was cool. <laughs> I mean, I could see like him wanting to like, I don't know. He's in a weird state. And so wanting to be around people, but not really wanting to deal with them in any like really real level. Yeah. So I think he just like part, yeah, part of him giving him that apartment is I just want a place to like crash. And like, he was just so like, cause when Greg's like, yeah, I think pe- people are like, I want to get to sleep. People are fucking in my bed. This is really loud and out of control. Can you tell them to go? And he's just like, he just walked grab some girl and just walk out. Uh, uh, what is speaking of Kendall? Um, 
they haven't wife and kids haven't showed up this season but the final from last year was what he was divorced right he got divorced or separated um well his his daughter was at the yes i'm sorry right um but did he get divorced uh nick uh yeah he's i mean he's been separated from her i don't know if they're officially divorced i don't remember and i think i think i mean clearly she has primary custody we haven't seen seen him he he doesn't need to take care of anybody right oh god no awful (laughs) um let's see okay i'm looking up so this guy's greg the actor's name is nicholas braun and he's been man i don't know any of these movies that he's been in. he was in gem and the holograms what uh oh that's right he was in how to be single okay i don't know why i saw that yeah none of these movies look like i haven't heard of any like freaks of nature what get a job what these are some like real basic names good kids zola what? <laughs> oh, Nicholas Braun, what's he doing? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyway, so yeah, I mean, it, it's it was still nice to give him an apartment. Like he knew, he at least knew that he was looking. Like it's right. just where like Kendall seems so out of it and like zonked out, but like there's still some something there like he recognized that greg was looking for an apartment and he found one for him like that's yeah he did he's trying to help out cousin greg yeah um yeah and so this episode ended with um greg or sorry kendall at the bodega who just like stole a pack of batteries when the guys when the <laughs> bodega guy's back was turned and then just threw it in the trash on the way out which yeah walked down through them yeah that was that was uh that i'm trying to wait this isn't the episode where where logan tells uh the daughter what's her name shiv that he's gonna like take her like she's gonna be the one that's episode one right that was (laughs) yeah that was i think just before right I don't yeah. know, we're mixing them all together now. That might be yeah. because, because he was Tom was being real annoying in that one, I think. Yeah. So that might have all been the same episode. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's yeah, that's she, an interesting she came, way. She came out and he was like, So so what's it mean for me? What the big guy say about me? And he, I'm like, come yeah. on, you fucking <laughs> the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the but the, the getting back to the battery thing like that, that's a great like sort of cinematic way of like the you know the rule in in movies and in TV and film is yeah movies and film. Um, sorry, uh, is is show show don't tell. So it's about like you taking advantage of the medium, right? So it's it's visual. So instead of Kendall saying to somebody like. I don't know. I just feel like I, I need to, um, I need to do something to like feel, feel something. It's like you actually show him doing this weird battery thievery thing. Um, as a, I don't know. It just, what, what was your thought on, on his mental state when he, when he was doing that? Um, when he did that? I just thought he was, I don't know. Uh, 
like he was just completely lost and maybe sort of just testing the limits of things. Like he already knows like certain things, but we can get away with. Maybe he's just seeing what else he can get away with. I don't, I don't know. Cause it was, maybe yeah. it just shows like where he is, like, so almost like not caring about, you know, almost himself really. It's just like, fuck it. Let's yeah. see what happens here. I don't, I don't care. I don't really care about what's happening anymore. Like I've murdered someone and now I <laughs> have to do basically whatever my dad yeah. tells me to do. So I don't go to jail. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's rough. I mean, I wonder, like, so his dad is sort of using that as leverage, but, like, would he actually, like, that, that's such a brutal thing to do. Like, you cleaned up this mess. Would he actually send him to jail? I, I doubt it. He didn't now. get his way? But who knows? I mean, Logan is pretty ruthless. But, um... Because at this point... He would almost like if he if he sends him sends him to jail. I don't know how this would work too because it was in England. Um, like after all, like it's been cleaned up, yeah. and you've had this guy back. I mean, I guess he could feign ignorance about the whole thing, but you've had this guy working for you like for a couple months now after the murder happened. Not, I mean, murder like we'll say manslaughter. Um, you know, so. I don't know. It's, it's, I think everyone, and everyone's going to assume that you had it covered up right. anyway, because you're just super rich. Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like that should be leverage in, on him anymore. Yeah. Like, like Kendall's still acting like deal, it is. But now, like, I mean, we don't know. There's a whole season to go through, and he's looking like, I don't, at the, you know, alt, uh, alternating between, like, being super strong and tough guy and being like extremely fragile. Like at the end of this last episode. Right. Uh, I thought he was about to tell, by well, yeah. the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did too. Well, let's, let's get to episode three then. Um, which essentially was just a, about, yeah, I gotta, I gotta do a better job of taking notes trip, on this stuff. Right? Because... That was the, the media. Yeah, it was, it was the hunting trip. One of the notes I have here is Kendall Baelish. Oh, and I think I was. Yeah, I think he was like conniving in a certain way that reminded me of Peter Baelish from from Game of Thrones. Baelish was pretty damn conniving. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so this is where they're talking about. Okay, so they have this potential hostile takeover. They need to maneuver. They're thinking about buying this Pierce company. And that was a great, there was a great scene at the beginning where they're in the boardroom and Ken's like, yeah, I think we should do, he's like, Logan's asking everybody, should we do this? Should we buy Pierce? It's going to be super expensive. It's going to help. And Kendall says, yeah, I think we should do it. Blah, blah, blah. And Roman is like, oh, what a suck up. And then Logan's like, well, what do you think? And he's like, well, I fucking love it, but that's my honest opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's the worst. He's like, yeah, I don't know. He's starting to get get under my skin. Like, like I don't know. I don't know about him. Like, he was, I don't know. It's like he's just such such a relentless dick to to Kendall. Yeah, that it's starting to get to me. 
<laughs> he is a relentless dick. And what's interesting is he has this, like, such an inflated self-image. Like, he really thinks that he's going to be CEO for some reason. Like, yeah. in his mind, he could be CEO. I'm like, uh, what fucking planet yeah. are you living on? Yeah, they would go out of business like, within... <laughs> I don't know, it would be months, a matter of months, that they would just like, there'd be some huge scandal with him in his personal life, almost certainly. Yeah. That that would happen immediately. He'd make some really stupid business decision, like, let's, we'll, we're going to start, we're going to start printing our newspapers on black paper with white ink. White <laughs> ink on black paper. No, do it. Make it happen. That does sound exactly <laughs> like something he would do. <laughs> it's, we want to think to the future, right? No, dark mode. That's that's the future. <laughs> Wait a second. Was the man? We are sort of terrible at separating these episodes, but <laughs> I know when. Uh, um, dang, I don't remember the company. When did when did he? When did Kendall go in there and be like, "Because my dad told me to." Um, was that two or three? Oh yeah. That, oh, that's right. Shit, that was episode two. Yeah. Yeah, because the battery thing was like right after that. Yeah, so he, he shut down that, the like BuzzFeed type company. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was ruthless because like he made it seem like, yeah, I'm going to help you. Just need mm-hmm. time to look at the that books. That whole time, maybe he was that time to set up a. <laughs> Like steal, steal the money making parts of the operation and set up on a different floor in the same building. I was like, this motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> that was some good ruthless Kendall shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe he's like like the bat. Like I keep going back to this battery thing, but like it's like is he leaning in towards being the villain? Like because he had to do that, so he does the you know the BuzzFeed thing. I'm blanking on the name of this co- company in the show. Something but he shuts Walter, it down Walter, and he's like Walter, there we go. Walter, yeah, so he's like, Well, if this is what I am, I might as well go all the way. Yeah. I think so. I I think that he is going full bad guy, but like using it as using his dad almost as like the crutch, being like, Oh, well I have to do whatever my dad says. Even though I think he likes being yeah. bad too at the same time. I think yeah, I definitely think he does. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think maybe the zone, him seeing zoned out all the time is like, he's still processing, um, that he killed something. Yeah, that's, know? that's definitely through his carelessness. That's just going to go away. He's still weighing heavily on him. You know what they say? Like, um, you can never repay the price for taking a man's life. I'm in debt with Christ. I done did that twice. I'm nice. Who you know that this? quote? Who says that? That I believe that's I want to say that's definitely Curtis Jackson. I'm trying to think what year that would have been. Maybe like 2003 or four. Uh, modern day poet. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you can never like you, killing somebody. You keep not everybody can get over that sort of. That's not people. Not uh-uh. everybody's built. But, most people aren't built for that, I, I imagine. Um, yeah, I would like to think that as well. Yeah, I would. Yes, that would. <laughs> and, you know, it was an accident. You know, he definitely doesn't want to. He doesn't. Look, he could go to the cops and turn himself in. He doesn't want to do that. 
he doesn't want to go to jail the rest of his life. I mean, I'm sure he feels bad, but hey. Um, I mean, at least it's good. I guess it's good that he's not like blaming the the guys. Like, well, he, you know, if he didn't take me to go get drugs, then we'd be, we'd be fine. You know, it's yeah, true. He's, not, he, he, he's not doing that move, which is good. I don't know. So, yeah, he's he's in a weird space. Um, but let, let's move on to the hunting party episode where they go to the estate and they uh, have a wild boar hunting party. Which when it, did you? So in that scene where they're they're set up to shoot the boar, like they're on these these big wooden rigs, like wooden scaffolds, and there's like four of them, and they, I guess the deal is that they they shoo the boars on the ground in between these set, these scaffolds. And then you just shoot down at the boar as they're running by. But the thing is like some of these, these rigs are like right across from each other. I would, I would be so concerned about the crossfire. Yeah, right? potentially. However, if you're shooting anywhere near your target, you wouldn't hit anybody. True. I don't know. I would, I just don't like, I don't like being around guns like period. So, yeah. um, like I would, I just wouldn't do that thing. I'd be like, no, I'll stay, stay in this huge, uh, amazing mansion and uh, wait for you to get back. If you don't mind. <laughs> it was also like a ridiculous hunt. Like it wasn't a hunt. They, yeah, they that's didn't not. Do I anything. mean that. <laughs> yeah, and that seems like the kind of like rich, like bougie, like thing that someone like Logan shouldn't really be down for. Like, because it's too right. He seems like he easy. would be an actual hunter. Like, yeah, like he would be in the brush, like hunting them out, right. like in the woods. Um, but like, yeah, just like send it. Like it's just like shoot, just shoot a gun at the ground. <laughs> like, okay, is that like is that even fun? I mean, come on, it doesn't seem like it would be fun at all. They were all just walking around to the scaffolding, and then that was when. That was the phone call when Kendall was like, who are you talking to? To Roman. I was like, who was that? Oh, yeah. And that was yeah, also their what was Roman? conversation about the uh, biographer contacting both of them. Right. That was the biographer episode. That's yeah. right. So, yeah. So this biographer is uh, is trying to get dirt by interviewing people. And fucking Greg, Greg Dog already. Of <laughs> of course this this was never an official conversation i was, I was like oh my gosh great yeah it is like funny to see him try to use like official business speak to, to, when he's so like fum stumbling and mumbling yes. and trying to get out of stuff and into stuff by using this stuff but you can tell just uh, by his face and like he doesn't know what's going on and it, like he's con- perpetually tripping over his own shoelaces yeah so so i have two two points and in, in, if there's something on this episode that you want to get into like but the, the two things i would like the, the really disturbing boar on the floor scene yeah where logan makes them act like boars i still don't know why is it just some kind of power play to like whip everyone into a frenzy to see who snitched to the biographer um or if it's like like what was he doing being like such a disgusting bully like is as much of you know 
we've seen him to be like cutthroat. He doesn't like he looked ugly, like person personally ugly there. Like yeah, in a way that, that was like I the worst we've ever seen him look. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think he was just like exerting his power because that was when he was so mad about everything because he he felt like nobody was being honest with him or telling him the truth nobody wanted right. to tell him the truth about the right. the acquisition that he wanted when nobody actually liked it but people were saying they liked it and then they were trying to get tom to speak up against it and then <laughs> and then nobody would say who talked to the biographer even though somebody did but it turns out that it was this mo character but but Greg also talked, <laughs> and we don't know. Maybe somebody else did too. Yeah, that's that's a good point. It, it, we only know that. Yeah, that. So that was the other scene that I wanted. Like, so at the very end, towards the end, they're at the brunch the next day, and I guess Jerry goes up to to Logan and says, "Um, it was we found out it was Mo who was talking to the biographer, and then she's like, Mo passed away last night." So I'm like, is the implication there that they had him killed for talking? Uh, I don't think so. Because remember, he was already in the hospital. And in like episode one, they talked about him. But Oh, um, did they? Yeah. But we that was the first time it had been mentioned in the whole series. It was almost like this throwaway comment where she, um, one of the assistants said something to him. Like, yeah, Mo's wife called. They would really like to see you um, in the oh, hospital. Okay. He only probably has a week or two left. And then Logan was like, I don't want to go. Remind me in a week or two. And the, the assistant <laughs> just looked right. at him yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You asshole. <laughs> That's right. No, I remember that now. Um, yeah. So I was like, I was like, should we know who this Mo guy is? Um, I guess yeah, so not. after that, I looked it up. And that was the first time he's been mentioned the whole series. Okay. Yeah. So. We were. <laughs> it's okay that we were like very confused. Yeah. Well, that and then even with episode four, this character Raya, I was like, "Do we? Is that so?" For I was first of all, I was like, "Isn't that Kendall's wife's name?" Yeah, it, they have similar names. No, it's Rava. Is yeah, ex-wife. Okay. Yeah. So that's. I was like, "Why is she involved?" And then and then Raya showed up. I was like, "Who is this now?" Yeah, they had mentioned her the episode before. I think. Did they? Yeah, <laughs> I'm missing everything. This guy, the, the the guy Frank, or that other guy, the tall dude, Danny Houston's character. One of them. Oh yeah, had the end with right. her. Yeah. So I guess. Wow. What? In memoriam for Mo. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. The uh, yeah, okay, so Mo, okay, yeah, my read on that was that they had Mo killed for talking because he was that mad, but I guess that would that would cross the line, yeah, for Logan. Um, yeah, because if I mean, one, yeah, once you get into the game of like kill, you're gonna kill people just for talking to a biographer, like, and it's like, well, th- why not? You should be kill kill all your enemies, fuck it, but, yeah, basically, right? Everybody dies, you know, yeah. <laughs> If he, yeah, if I'm sure he could get someone killed, but like, it shouldn't be like for if you're doing it for that, like that's like where do you go from there? And he's not, yeah, that because that would make the show like just cartoonish. Like he's not 
that vicious. They want it to be more realistic. No one's people aren't really having people killed like that. Right. I don't think. I don't. I don't think so either. He's not. Not like that. Over business. So okay, yeah. So he was in the hospital. That that, that checks out. I got to start paying more attention. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So that worked. Um, um, excuse me, but I'm I'm also curious because if that guy they had whoever there like chief investigator, um, he's eventually gonna find Greg's information, right? Oh on, yeah, that, that smarmy looking, smarmy yeah. looking dude. It's digging for the, um. Well, unless he just stops. So, but, but you feel if I figure Greg would be pretty low on the list of the, the search priority list, but he's on the list. He's definitely on the list because he's you know he is in yeah. the family and they know it's someone close. So, I guess he probably just didn't contact the reporter on the work phone. Uh, does he even have a work phone? Maybe not. <laughs> he might be using his personal cell phone. And given how nervous he was at the meeting, he probably has been pretty careful to some degree. I mean, he, yes, we know fumbling Greg, but as careful as Greg you know, he's be. not. I said as what? careful as Greg can be, who knows what he was doing. Yeah. Do you have the, is the mic close enough to your mouth? Um, I don't know. I didn't move it. Is it a little? Could you move it closer? Just a little bit. <laughs> Is that better? That's good. Yeah. No, I'm just looking at the at the bars and the thing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that looks good. Um. So yeah, I don't know. This, this is uh this is clearly going to be um man. Greg must be. Well, let's. I mean, that's Greg. I was going to say Greg must be a bundle of nerves, but I mean, we definitely saw in episode four. Um. The safe room. Oh um, yeah, Greg has had enough. Yeah, like Greg. Like first of all, he was like, there were two moments in, like, well, I'll get to that in a sec. But he was so nervous. I was in the like, he was so scared once they got to the room, and he was like, asking oh, the security yeah, guy, like, "Is this airtight? Someone could come through that glass. Greg, a small person Greg could go through that window." Out. What did he call them? Attack children? It's an, an attack. Yeah, attack. <laughs> It's like, yeah, a small person could get through that window. You know, they could be sending attack children. <laughs> like, Greg, Greg, it's gone overboard. Yeah. Oh, man. And then he's like, he's like, oh, they could, Tom, Tom, of course, is like, well, they're probably coming to, coming at me. Yeah, I was like, come on. And then Greg immediately is like, okay, well, maybe you should have a different room that you should be in. Because he didn't want to be... <laughs> He didn't want any part of that. <laughs> that was, Greg was so good. He's like, well, maybe you should leave. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should go to a different room. Is there a different room? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't... <sighs> Greg was right. Like, that wasn't a... That's not a safe room. That's just a room. A conference like, room. Some kind yeah, of, like, like, break room. Yeah, it had snacks and water and shit. <laughs> snacks and water, yeah. And that was good, too, because Tom has that, like, inflated sense of self-importance right and then he's in that whack-ass oh, safe yeah. room <laughs> he's in the whack-ass safe room <laughs> then ship is like oh i'm right i'll be right there i'm on my way and then you see there's like a luxury suite safe room <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a fucking hotel room 
like a yeah, like a luxury suite. Okay, you already said that. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, if we in we could do in memoriam for the guy that um, <laughs> the guy that shot himself Dang. in the office. That was too bad. Um, yeah. That music is pretty good. I'm trying to look it up. What did he say? It was like such good like script writing when when he was watching when uh Tom was trapped right in his safe room and he was watching the ATN. The news came on and what did he say about about Sid? She was breakdancing through something like breakdancing through the crisis. Oh yeah, (laughs) he said like oh great. I'm in this bullshit safe room and she's breakdancing through like the bullets. Yeah. I think he used the, I think he used the word bullets somewhere in there. I think he said breakdancing through bullets. And then like, I was picturing her like this older woman, like doing like, a, I think I pictured her moonwalking mm. actually. That's good. <laughs> through like while bullets are flying around her. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. That was, that was something, man. Him versus her, like she's winning. Yeah, wasn't wasn't she? Okay, she wasn't in the the posh. Situation. No, she was, was in she? the control room. I think. I think they just locked down the control okay. room. Okay. Yeah, but I was I was half expecting uh, her to be yeah. in there. If, if any of the ATN people would, it would have been her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that I thought would have been really funny if if she winds up in the posh safe room and and uh, Tom is in the the, the whack ass <laughs> whack ass call center, whatever that room was. <laughs> what was that room? Was that, it must have been like a break room? Yeah, right? it was a weird place. Um, but yeah, so this is more like Kendall doing some some business maneuvering a little bit like he was sort of nego- he was negotiating with uh raya over the the pierce right. thing taking over um and yeah like Ro- i thought i thought that negotiation scene the scene with shiv th- i thought that was really well written and acted like basically kendall and logan being like fuck we don't want shiv negotiating this we need to handle this ourselves and shiv like chiming in with what she thought were good points they sounded like decent points to me um about like editorial independence that it will be maintained but then like logan's finally like you know shut up let us handle this let the grown-ups handle this which like i know she's not happy oh, about yeah no way she'd like that um yeah i don't know like what is so I mean, if we could fast forward to the to the end with you know Kendall and Shiv having like a, a touch, pretty touching moment where he kind of breaks down. He's like, you know, I'm doing all this work and I'm never gonna be. It's never gonna be me. Yeah. I think he said. Yeah, he knows that. And I don't. I'm not so sure about that. <clears throat> I don't think it's gonna be him. I I don't know. I mean, it seems like Shiv is getting a little jealous because it does seem like Kendall is being prepped to. Um, to take over, you know, which obviously she would be upset about. It's been promised to her. She doesn't know about the, you know, the manslaughter subplot, obviously. But I can see how it it would be kind of stressful for her. Like, why is Kendall doing it? Like, Kendall's 
negotiating this huge business business deal? Like, what the hell? Yeah, K- Kendall was, you know, he was harassing that woman because we saw him make a couple phone calls. We saw him make one phone call. I mean, it was like, sorry, it sounds like I'm stalking you or whatever. But he... Wait, harassing what? Yeah, Rhea. He what? left a voicemail for Rhea early, in the, early on in the episode when he was on the roof. Oh, that's right. Um, but I... I don't know. Like, I, I, she does feel like a little threatened, and I think she's frustrated because he said this, but she's still out of the loop on such a major deal. Um, that that is like, very frustrating for her, and she knows that historically, like the main her main competition is Kendall. If anybody's gonna get it right. aside from her, it will be Kendall. But I think at this point, yes. like, she doesn't have to worry about it being Kendall. But with these like mixed signals, it's like like Kendall is sort of like uh, I don't even know how to describe him like an attack dog and a lap dog. Like he's sort of like whatever <laughs> whatever Logan needs at that moment. Like right, that's what Kendall will be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think I could see. Like I don't. I I don't think again. Like I said. Last episode, like, I, I don't think Logan wants her, like, I think he's working her. I, I don't think he's going to let her take over. I think he's just stringing her along, maybe partially because of her work on that campaign that he didn't like. Yeah. Um, and it's clear that, I mean, even if he, it'll never be Kendall, like, he respects his talent quite a bit. Yeah, he certainly does. So he keeps him, keeps him around. He keeps him close. I mean, that would, uh, you know, that would be suspicious to me. I'd be a little jealous if I was her. Suspicious for sure. Yeah. So and yeah, so he start. He sort of starts crying, and you you were saying you thought he was going to spill the beans on. I the, thought he was going to then. I feel like on the manslaughter. Yeah, like Shiv would be a, a person to tell. He seems pretty close to her. But I thought it would be mm-hmm. like this is why. It's like these are all the things. I'm well, if with. if if he did tell her, do you think what what do you think her response would be? She's hard to tell because sometimes she seems like very caring and like empathetic and loving, but at the same time, like she take that and flip it and somehow use it against him, and against. You know her dad. I don't know you how think she, she would. I don't know how she would exactly, but it would definitely be a a piece of you know just a piece of ammunition that she had. She could right. use at any point. I don't know how she would use it, like to her advantage. But but you think she's capable of doing it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like. In the moment, her response would be very like she was. She did say she was like, "Do you want to talk some more?" Which is, you know, that's showing some compassion there. And I think she like she does this tough facade, but I think she loves. I think she loves Kendall, and she doesn't want him to be like suicidal. No. Um. But yeah, I mean, I could. I mean, and also, if he told her. She would be like, "Oh well, yeah, of course. Okay, it's the, obviously not going to be him because of this in the background." So it would give oh, her okay. a sense that, of security. That is true. That would, you know, yeah, huh? 
So I don't think like, and if Ken- Kendall clearly really believes that as well, like this is like, I'm done. And that's why he's like, take care of me when it, when it happens. So he's never really going to be a threat to her to where she would need to do it. It would only be like, if Logan is like, sorry, I'm, uh, it turns out uh, I actually want Kendall to be in charge. But that's not like Kendall's fault. Like, no, not at all. I think, yeah, I think you're right that that right now he's only a threat in her mind because right. realistically he's not. Um, and yeah, because she doesn't have that, all the info. Right, but if she found out, then yeah, she yeah, you're right. She would be relieved. She would be more relaxed. Like she wouldn't, you know, it, it would just leave her feeling better overall. But um, he just yeah. can't. He's he can't say that to anybody. Yeah. yeah, he can't tell. Yeah, he can't tell anybody. Like I want Like if he told Roman, Roman would be cracking <laughs> jokes about it. Yeah, almost certainly. And like endless. You don't want to give him that kind of material just for the jokes. That he would <laughs> and then Connor would be. I'm sure Connor would be like, "Well, how's this going to affect my campaign? Like, I need I to distance myself from you." Yeah, probably get into like isn't because isn't Connor from a different mother? I th- than, we had this than the rest before. of them. I believe they he has a different mom. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Connor would certainly turn it about himself somehow. But and, and then you know it was also interesting because they had brought this stuff up. Jerry had mentioned something one of the assistants about. Um, about Kendall stealing, like, whatever, vape vape fluid and batteries. Yeah. So they... Items. Yeah, they know about it. So they it. know and, that he's doing this. I like Jim's reaction. was like, we have to talk to him about it. Like, somebody has to do it. They've just been dealing with it quietly and not even telling him that they know. Right. Yeah, like, I, well, that what that tells me is that, A, this shoplifting thing is pretty consistent, which is weird. Uh, or maybe not. I don't know if he's just shoplifting little things like that. But B, like he's under heavy surveillance. If they can t- tell that, like he's swiping stuff out of it, like how would they know unless there's someone like right there? You know, do they, like do they have access? Like are they, f- you know, like how are they? How did they know that he's doing all this? Is he getting caught? Um, maybe uh, he's getting caught, and they have to pay people off. I think he has to get caught at some point. <laughs> Because they, I don't know how but they're going. Has that already happened? Yeah, I think they were just showing like the um, just how deep he's gotten into it. I feel like every time he goes in somewhere, he's probably stealing something. Uh, quite possibly, and, like, yeah. And somebody, maybe I don't know how it's getting cut off. Maybe they they say something to him and he doesn't care, or they tell them like that part is weird. Like how there's no, not necessarily authorities involved, but. Like, or are they just watching him and they know? Like, if you're a store owner, you say something, hey, hey, buddy. Or maybe it's his driver that's like, here's the $5 or whatever. Let's just go. Let's just let it be. Yeah. You know, because he's, he's got that motorcycle driver around with him. So maybe that guy's like solving it in the moment. I don't know. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I don't know. Like, it seems like he's pretty, he's clearly pretty smart. So he's not going to, I think he could probably do it without without getting caught by the store owner. So then that's why I'm so confused as to why they know about it. 
So maybe, yeah. Just logistically, I mean, like how would that work? He's definitely under surveillance. So maybe they're just... Yeah. In, maybe they just seen it like, man, somebody's going to have to do something. So so I guess potentially they're, they're following him and they watch him steal and then they go into the store like, here's $20 for the vape fluid <laughs> that you just got stolen from you. Yeah. Like, yeah, the store is going to be like, what? Wait, what? What happened? Who are you with? <laughs> Nobody, you didn't see me. This didn't happen, right? Exactly. Well, maybe, Something maybe for forty dollars it didn't happen. I don't know. Twenty. <laughs> I get the fixer guy's size is like. Uh, oh, here, one of them. here we go with the okie doke. Uh, yeah. So that maybe that. Maybe we'll show something going forward. I mean, there's still like, God, we're only four episodes in. I think there's going to be at least ten for this season. Yeah, and it's, it's moving pretty quickly because that preview looks like they're meeting with the. No, uh, oh, don't tell me! That... Don't tell me! Oh, you didn't no, watch? No, I don't watch the previews. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh. So Greg is just staying around, though. I mean, Greg pulled his blackmail card finally. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was the other thing. That's why, like. <laughs> We got some good, good Greg stuff in this episode. I gotta say, actually, some excellent Greg stuff. Like again, him fumbling around trying to blackmail. Like he's like, Tom's like, well, he was like, "Are you asking me if you can blackmail me?" Yeah. Oh, see, this is actually this is the episode where I kind of liked Tom again. Like, yeah, that part, that part was really cool to me. And then, like, you know. Of course, Greg talking about let's break up or have an open work yeah. relationship. <laughs> yeah, that and, was really yeah. that again. That was really well done too, because that, without him knowing, is like triggering his like shit with with Siobhan about like how she's like right. you know sleeping with these other guys and like he says he's cool, but he's clearly not cool with it. And that thing where he's like, "Why are you making me feel like this? I don't like this feeling. Like, what's going on?" Ugh, man, that was <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, it was definitely rough. But I was like, damn, now I kind of feel bad for him again. Yeah, and then, but and he has this sort of weird grudging respect now for Greg for blackmailing him, right? For the blackmail, which was good. He was he feels like like he's a proud father, like a mentor. He's like, yes, Greg, you're learning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, go. I think we probably talked about it last year, but like. I would like. Why would he entrust Greg to to shred all these really important documents? Like, why not just do that part yourself? I'm just surprised oh, that he did that. That he let it left it to Greg. Also, knowing Greg's bumbling nature, <laughs> right? That yeah. Do you think it's really going to get done properly with Greg in charge? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Even if he didn't like purposely steal some for himself, like man, any number of things could have gone wrong with Greg. Greg leading that operation. Yeah. But that was good. I like that that little interaction at the end, and then Greg smiling real big. Oh, I'll never tell. It's like, so where are they? So where are the documents, Greg? Oh, I'll never yeah, tell. That, oh, that's right. About this blackmail. It's like, this is yeah, that that was great. Like his smile when he's when Tom or Tom's like, 
Yeah, so where are those documents, by the way? And then Greg smiled, that smile on Greg's face when he said, oh, I'll never tell. <laughs> like, talking about some crazy, so illegal blackmail and fraud, and they're just like cracking up, cracking each other up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So now I kind of like Tom again. Tom is back in my likable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, there's... It's wild because, like, these characters, at least those two characters, are so in over their head, and they just kind of have to keep their, like, they're in so much shit, and they just got to deal with it. Like, that's, you know, it's interesting. It's kind of like, I mean, life is like that, I guess, for, well, for some people. Um, yeah. Just keeping your head above water, and, like, you know, I guess you got to take the laughs where you can get them. <laughs> Because they got there and so much, like, oh my god, like, I'm just thinking about the stress level, like, oh man, if I was in that, I would have to leave the country. I couldn't deal with this, I couldn't deal with that family. No, man. It's a lot of intensity to deal with. Yeah. So, and the other thing I was going to say, there were two moments in this episode that distinctly reminded me of Seinfeld or two moments from Seinfeld. The first was when, um, when Raya's car pulled up to the, to the thing and there were all those protesters out and there was all this, let's talk about that host potentially being a Nazi or whatever. Like I was remembered of the Seinfeld episode where George and Jerry impersonate the two people to get the limo at the airport. You remember that one? I remember that one. Yeah, George, they see uh, like a limo driver with a sign that has like a, a name O'Brien and they they pretend to be O'Brien in order to get a limo ride from the airport just to fuck around. And it turns out that O'Brien is some neo-Nazi who's giving a speech. You don't remember this? <laughs> that that part is coming back to me. I don't remember the limo part, but I yeah. remember them. The, when you said O'Brien, I was like, oh, okay. And it was George, right? George had to pretend to be O'Brien? Right, right. So there's that, and then the moment, well, also involving George, where uh, he's at a kid's birthday party, and there's a fire that breaks out. Oh, oh yeah, that was straight up. Yeah, like when they're running, and like Tom's pushing people over, <laughs> trying to get to the safe house. Greg even brought it back up. You were running pretty fast at the time. Everybody was running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, that one immediately. Because it's because I mean, he pushed that woman out the way just like George did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> George was kids. But, uh, yeah, George yeah. pushed the old woman and some kids out of the way to get out of that apartment. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. Those, I, those guess, yeah I can't. Uh, that that guy. I still can't believe Nazi. that that um, the actor playing Tom is English. He is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he was in. Apparently, he had a pretty big role in uh, Death at a Funeral, like the original British one. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Uh, well, let's. I think that that's pretty good. We did just did about forty five minutes on succession. Uh, should we give anything else? We could do a little Ohio State season. Uh, football season. 
essentially uh, for the Buckeyes played their first game Saturday, Florida Atlantic University. Yeah, where so Lane Kiffin is the coach of that, which I I had forgotten about. I did not even know. Um, Ohio State won. I think final score was something like forty-five to twenty-eight. I want to say. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up right quick. Um, Florida Atlantic scored more points than I would have liked, but most of those came in the second half. I think they were they had a field goal in the first half, and that was it. Yeah, so the uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's um, yeah, most of them came in the fourth quarter, actually. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I looked. I just went to the ESPN website to look too, and this guy Russ Feinbaum. This is quote: Notre Dame should never be allowed in a college football playoff again. Oh, good. Yeah. What? Where is that? He's, he's Hell said it yeah. On this show. I am. I'm not listening to it. I just see the headline. I might have to listen to what he has to say. <laughs> yeah. Talk that shit. Wow. Yeah. God damn. I mean, we had. A, I had a whole segment about yeah. the garbage of, of them being in the. Ugh. Oh man, that's right up your alley. Yeah. So. Yeah, Buckeyes had a new starting quarterback, new um, head coach. Um, it was good. First half, they looked pretty good. Second half, we didn't really watch the second half. Right. But um, I don't know. They should, they should be all right. Cincinnati is tougher than I think people are giving them credit for, as we talked about. They should be. Right. It's not going to be like some walkover game. Like Cincinnati's not laying down. They're not. Um, and they, they were pretty solid last year and I didn't watch all of it but I saw part of their first game against UCLA and they looked they looked all right definitely better than Florida Atlantic uh yeah yeah they beat UCLA um which you know you know they're not the powerhouse they used to be I don't know if they ever were um but yeah it's gonna be a considerable game obviously the coach thick dog um I don't know if he has any relationship with Ryan Day. I don't think they would have overlapped at Ohio State. Have. I'm not sure how long Ryan Day's been around. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's been around too long. But uh, yeah, should be a good matchup. I see Justin Fields, the new quarterback who transferred from Georgia. He was 18 for 25, four touchdowns. Damn. Yeah. That's good. 234 yards. Well, it didn't look it like. I don't know. The numbers are great, but it didn't look that great all the time. Right. I would have, like, some of his decision-making was questionable. He was holding on the ball for a long time. He took a sack or right. two that he shouldn't have. But, um, you know, it's the first game of the year, so you know, there's a lot of time to get better. Yeah. So, wait, so wait Cincinnati's next week? Um, I'll look it up. I don't think it's next week, but it's Oh, okay. In the first four games, let me see. Right. Yeah, and am I misremembering? So they do three out of conference games. Did did it used to be four? No, Cincinnati's Cincinnati is next week. week. Yeah. yeah. But didn't it used to be four? It might have, but then the Big Ten kept, just kept growing. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it was with Win Rutgers and. Maryland came in that it switched back to three. Oh yeah, they only have two, right? No, there's Miami. Yeah, so Miami, there's... Ohio. Yeah. Ugh, for some reason, Indiana always gives us trouble too. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not too worried about that one. You Purdue lost. I know you're happy about that. I did. I did see that Purdue lost. Speaking of never being a championship game, <laughs> can, can uh, apply that 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 uh, that appellation to Purdue, if you don't mind. Fuck. Oh God. I still remember that game. That I remember it just being really dark. Yeah, the Purdue game last year. Yeah. Not happy about that. Um, Let's see about this. This this schedule gets real at the end of the month when we go to Nebraska. Yeah, at Nebraska and then Michigan State. Yeah, it's no joke. And then two weeks later, you got Wisconsin. But then, oh, then we play Maryland and Rutgers? Oh, God. I guess, or I guess we play them every year, but... Yeah, Penn, Penn State, Michigan. They're in the conference. <laughs> Damn. They don't add anything, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no one cares about Rutgers. I don't know why. What we were thinking? Syracuse Honestly, would have like, been better to like to grab them or Notre Dame, I guess. Notre Dame would have made sense. Yeah. those two yeah yeah so it was a decent <laughs> opening week for college ball uh i watched the the miami florida game too it was pretty good uh there was some good games. oklahoma looked good yeah, last penn night state, i watched that game penn state beat idaho 79 to 7 that wow know who's on Penn State this year. I gotta, now I gotta pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well let's I'm I haven't eaten anything and it's like twelve thirty almost. <laughs> so I yeah, we yeah. should wrap up. I gotta get I'll I'll try to get something green to eat. That's so right. It might wind up you being like some sort of sour apple flavored uh Oh man, this rain product. Yeah, so what's going on with the are they still doing the parade? I don't know. So all the stuff was happening earlier today. So I forgot that it actually started. There was like some early morning stuff that's right by my apartment. So I woke up to like drums and shit. Right. Um, at about six in the morning. Oh wow! So that six was cool. Yeah. But I don't think I don't know what they're gonna do with the rest of the big parade. I thought it started. I thought it started around one. Hmm. I'm not sure though. But that kind of sucks. And actually, I was look. I was really looking forward to the food vendors. Oh, the food is oh, delicious. Is it? I've never been. Oh yeah. But um, this rain. I don't know what they're gonna do with this. Uh, they don't. They wouldn't cancel it, would they? I damn. I can hear their rain. I mean, who's gonna I mean, go and watch the parade? Do it. I think so. Really? Damn. Is it? Sounds like it's raining really hard, then, too. 11 to 6 is the right. official time. Yep. Yeah, you hear that, right? It's starting to come down harder now. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Well, it's in memoriam <laughs> for the West Indian Day Parade 2019. We hardly do here. <laughs> Came and went too soon. The delicious foods from, from the curried goat, the beef patties. 
Always have. <laughs> All right. Fish this podcast. Uh, another one in another one in the books. We out. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom.